You're listening to a Genuine Girl production. Enjoy the episode! Hi there, and welcome to a Genuine Girl podcast. My name is Meredith, and I'm just a college girl who's trying to keep it real while inspiring other girls to do the same. I know that being genuine in college can be difficult, so that's why each week I share some of my stories and learning experiences that I've had from college to show you that you're not alone and it's okay to not have your life completely figured out. So no matter what your life looks like right now, I think that by being genuine, we can make the world a better place. If you're ready to do that, then you've come to the right podcast. Let's get right into this week's episode of A Genuine Girl. Hey everybody, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. I'm sure if you're listening, it means you might be a busy person. And so the fact that you're taking the time out of your busy schedule to listen to this episode really means a lot to me. But today, I don't want to say the word busy a lot. Because even though it's in the title of this podcast, I don't like that word and I want to reframe it and talk about this idea of being busy in a different way. So what I've been noticing lately, just walking around campus, going to classes, going to the dining hall, literally everywhere I go, it's either me talking about being busy or someone else talking about being busy. I overhear people talking all the time about how busy they are. And whenever people say that they're busy... I don't know if you guys have ever thought about this, but I feel like nobody ever says that they're busy and sounds really excited about it. Like, you don't hear people going around saying, oh my gosh, I have to tell you, I am just so busy. Yay, I'm so excited. I mean, maybe people do that. If you do that, then girl, good for you. But I just unfortunately can't relate. I really need to get that positivity into my life, I guess. But really, do you ever hear anybody talking about how busy they are with that positive attitude? I don't. At least where I go to school. (laughs) And I think it's a common thing. I mean, I think we've just kind of gotten used to going around talking to people about being busy like it's this terrible exhausting thing but at the same time everybody can relate (laughs) i that's the good thing i guess is that whenever you tell people how busy you are a lot of times they're very empathetic and they totally understand what you're going through at least in an environment like college where everybody is kind of going through the same thing Still, do you ever see those people who you just think, wow, they really have their life together. They just seem like they've got it all. They seem like they're so happy all the time and positive and they're doing what they love and they just seem to be thriving. And I'm over here just busy and it's terrible. (laughs) I mean, I feel like we all have kind of been like that at some point. We've seen people who appear to have it all together and we just want to be like them. We want to be less busy so we can be like them. And that's what we think we have to do is become less busy somehow. 
and that's probably why you're here on this episode today, to hear about how to become less busy so you can become a better version of yourself and do the things that you really want to do. Well, let me tell you something. What I've found is that even those people who appear to have it together and appear to just have that perfect life, that perfect balance and not be too busy or too overwhelmed, I honestly think that they are just as busy as the rest of us. The difference is in how they view it. I think people who appear to have it all together probably appear that way because they're not viewing this concept of being busy as such a bad thing. And why they're not viewing it as being such a bad thing, I think, is because they're filling their time up with things that make them happy to be busy. I think a lot of the time, the reason why we find this concept of being busy as such a bad, negative thing is because we aren't happy with the things that are making us busy. (laughs) I know that's kind of deep and weird, but bear with me. Hopefully it'll all come together by the end of this episode. I just think that if you think about it, if you're prioritizing your life right, and those things that matter to you most are coming first in your life, then you're not going to view being busy as such a bad thing. In fact, you probably won't even use that word. You won't be saying, oh, I'm so busy. Maybe you'll be saying it as a positive thing, but you'll probably find other words. You'll probably find other ways of thinking about life because it's no longer this burden. And that's really what I'm trying to do right now in college is kind of transform things where I'm not viewing myself as being busy as this bad thing and I'm not trying to be less busy all the time. Instead, I'm trying to fill my time up with those things that make me happy. I'm trying to be involved, engaged, and happy with what I'm doing so that, yeah, I'm busy, but (laughs) I'm not viewing it like that. And that's kind of where I want to take this episode today. Instead of talking about how to be less busy, I want to talk about how to be more engaged. And you won't ever hear people going around saying, oh, I'm just so engaged right now. But I mean, it kind of means the same thing as busy. It just has a more positive outlook. And that's what we're all about here on a Genuine Girl podcast is positivity, right? Okay, (laughs) so now that you kind of hopefully get the gist of what I'm trying to do with this concept of busy, I'm going to stop using that word and start talking about how we can create an engaged life and instead of being less busy, being more engaged. So we can do this. (laughs) We can all do it. And I'm saying we because I haven't totally figured it out. I'm in college. A lot of you are probably young adults trying to figure it out too. So I'm right there with you. But from what I've learned so far, we seriously can make time for what we want. We can make time for those things that make us engaged and make us happy and fulfilled and make us think about everything we have to do with that positivity. So the first thing we have to do, though, in order to make that time for what we want and to be engaged is 
figuring out how to stop wasting our time on what we don't want. So honestly, doing this is a super simple concept. Honestly, the tips that I'm about to give you, you've probably heard before, you probably know in the back of your head, but I still feel like they are worth saying. For me, when I was planning out this episode, just writing this stuff down helped me realize exactly what I needed to do to start prioritizing those things I want in my life. So, no matter how simple this may seem, I really hope that telling you this reminds you of the importance of doing these things and making those priorities in your own life. So, the first thing that I would do, and the thing I've been trying to do a lot lately, is figuring out first what is taking up your time right now. When you say you're so busy, why? What are you busy with? What do your days consist of? Is it the same thing? Is every day a little different? It doesn't matter. Just figure out, in general, what is it that is taking up your time? Because I'm pretty sure for a lot of us, it's a few things, or there's a pattern of some sort where we can kind of figure out what it is that we're doing with our life right now. (laughs) And if you're having trouble, I really like to just look in my planner sometimes. If you guys are planners, I don't know. I'm a planner, especially in college. Oh my gosh, I feel like I have to plan or else I would just forget everything. Sometimes I just go back a few weeks in my planner and I start looking at what I've done every day because sometimes I just kind of go through my days and they become such a blur. Literally, I kind of forget what happened yesterday, and I know that kind of sounds concerning, but hey, if you're in a similar situation, I I hope you can understand. Sometimes the days just really all come together, and I have no concept of time anymore. (laughs) But a planner really helps me, because I can actually not only, of course, plan for what's ahead, but then after that happens, I can go back and look at what my life looked like every day. And I think that's kind of cool. I mean, a lot of times I'll just put assignments that I have to do, events that I have to go to, but usually still that gives me a pretty good idea of what that day consisted of for me. And so I've been seeing a lot lately, a lot of uh, assignments, homework, studying, tests, all of that fun stuff. You might be seeing that too, or other things, whatever you have going on in your life. But I think that's a great way to just go back and see what you're spending your time on because you're probably going to be writing down what you're spending the most of your time on. You can also try to journal. I have tried journaling some before and I really need to get more into it, I'll be honest with you. I haven't been an avid journaler. Journaler? Is that a word? I don't know. I haven't been doing it a ton lately, and I should because I know it's a great stress reliever and I know it has so many benefits, but you can also really reflect on your day and what you've been up to and, or, you know, I'm assuming I used to always journal at night, so that's kind of where I'm getting this from, but you can even do it in the morning and write down your plans for the day. Either way, 
I think journaling, looking at your planner, just really being more mindful of how you're spending your time is important because, as I said, it's so easy to go through your day and kind of forget everything that's happening and then look back on it and kind of be disappointed in yourself because it's like, oh my gosh, I don't remember what I had for dinner last night, but it's fine. (laughs) So what takes up most of your time? That's my big point there. After you've kind of determined that, I want you to ask yourself the question, what do you want to take up most of your time? So you know the reality, you know what you're doing, you know what your life looks like. Now think about what your ideal life would look like. I love doing this. I kind of honestly do this more than I should. I just kind of imagine things like, oh, what if my life looked like this? And blah, blah, blah. And I know I'm obviously very grateful for my life now and everything I have and everything I'm doing. But sometimes you can't help but think about the future a little bit and just wonder and think about the possibilities. So take the opportunity to have a little brainstorming session. Maybe put on some nice music, light a candle, set the vibe, whatever will make you feel inspired. Um, And just sit down and maybe write some stuff down. Maybe just think about it, whatever you got to do. And really, though, really think about the question, what do you want to be spending your time doing? What do you want your life to look like? I always think about the future after college. That's definitely something I probably think about too much. I I totally try to remain in the present moment, and that's something I want to continue talking about on my podcast as well, because I think for college students, that's very difficult to do sometimes. Um, But it can be as far forward in the future as you want. I mean, I think about the future five, ten years out a lot, but then I also think about tomorrow, (laughs) the next day, next week, next month, next year. I mean, just think in increments, think what you want your life to look like, and it can be as crazy and wild as you want. I don't like putting limits on anything. I like to imagine the biggest possibilities. It makes me excited. And even if I can't actually make all of those a reality right away, it still really helps center me and keep me focused on the things that I can be doing to help me get to those places I want to be eventually. So that kind of brings me to step number three, which is basically comparing what your reality is to what your ideal world, your ideal life looks like. Taking what takes up most of your time right now and comparing that to what you want to take up your time. Are they the same? Are they different? I have to tell you, if they're the same, I mean, I'm very proud of you because I don't have my life that together and I just give you so many kudos. Kudoses? Nope. Kudos. Oh my gosh. Just pretend I didn't say that. I promise I go to school. Um, (laughs) I'm just in a weird mood right now. I'm not even going to edit that out. We are being genuine. Anyway, so what you want to do, what takes up most of your time, do they line up? And I think for most of us, the answer is realistically not completely, especially if you're like me and you're thinking far ahead into the future and what you want your life to look like years from now, it's probably not going to be the same as your life is in this very moment. 
but still, being able to recognize that I think is a huge step in being able to prioritize those things in your life that will help you get there. Also, if you hear a very high-pitched sound, that's my refrigerator. It just always comes on at the most inconvenient times. I don't know what it does. I don't know anything about refrigerators. I mean, I'm hoping it's keeping my food cold. That's all I can really ask for, but it really does not add the best sound to the podcast. So I apologize. That's what that's all about. You know, that's my reality. Can't change that one. Sorry. But... Anyways, getting back to my topic, I'd really have to guess that not a lot of us have our reality and our ideal life completely in line right now. And first of all, that's totally okay, but also now is the time to change things and to regroup and reprioritize what matters most to you in order to live a more engaged, fulfilled life, whatever you want to call it. So I'll use my own life as an example, I guess, because, you know, this is my podcast. I guess I should talk a little bit about myself sometimes, even though sometimes I feel a little weird doing that. Um, But I'll be honest with you guys. My life has been crazy lately. If you listened to last week's episode, oh my goodness, yeah, (laughs) you probably know my life has been a little crazy. I think this semester of school is definitely my toughest academically. I've really gotten into all of my business classes now, starting to get into those classes for my major, and they're tough. And on top of that, I have a lot of other things going on outside of school. I have an internship. I have all of my genuine girl stuff going on, like this podcast. I have extracurricular activities, like some different clubs and organizations I'm involved in on campus. So there's a lot going on. And it's not always easy to stop and check in with myself and make sure that everything I'm doing is really aligning with what I want to do and who I want to be in the future. And unfortunately for me, I feel like it's taken all of this stuff building up where finally now in the past couple of weeks, it's really been hitting (laughs) just everything together. It's been at an all-time high and I think it finally hit me like last week like, oh my gosh, I have to do something. I have to change something. It was kind of like it all finally had to get bad enough where I just reached a breaking point, And that's when I finally realized that something has to change. It was overwhelming. It was exhausting. I was looking at it all like in a negative light, thinking, oh my gosh, I just have so much to do. I was looking at it the whole time in that negative light, thinking I was busy, and now sitting here just saying it, it's crazy because that's the whole concept I'm trying to discourage. <laughs> I am trying to work on it with myself too. And so I think that's what I've been doing the past couple weeks. I'm just trying to really figure out my priorities and what's most important to me, what I want to do, and I think it's important to note again that for a lot of us college students in particular, 
a lot of those things we have to do, like homework and studying, <laughs> they might not be things we typically would think of wanting to do, but for me I'm thinking of that as stuff that's going to bring me closer to where I want to be in the future. It might not be something that I would necessarily <laughs> want to spend the rest of my life doing, but it's going to bring me to what I do want to spend my life doing. And so that kind of stuff, obviously I'm going to keep on my schedule partly because, you know, I'm in classes, I have to do it, it's school, it's life, but I got to look at it in a positive light too because this is ultimately going to help me end up where I need to be and I'm happy about that. That's not an issue for me. I think it's just everything together that's been an issue and so it kind of for me has come down to things like extracurriculars, trying to figure out if there are areas that I shouldn't be investing so much time in, whether it be a club on campus or, you know, I'm even... <laughs> Me being me, I'm always like, oh my gosh, what else can I be doing? <laughs> like, I've been hearing about all of these applications coming out for different positions on campus that I really do want to be involved in, but I've had to step back and look at my priorities and think, okay, Meredith, you know academics is your number one priority, and of course health is number one. Okay, health, academics, and you know, I need to find time to get a workout in, I need to try and eat healthy, I need to study, and I need to get enough sleep, and I need to continue this podcast and working and all of that stuff, because this is all stuff that really matters to me, and I'm very excited about it, and all of this, I don't want to give it up at all. And so I know that all of these things that I just mentioned, those are all major priorities for me. But it's kind of a lot of priorities. I mean, for the time commitment that goes along with each of them, it can be a lot. And so when I think about applying to new things and getting more involved, of course, it all sounds great. And especially with all of that peer pressure that's like, okay, you need to be involved in a ton of stuff on campus. You need to know a ton of people. You need to have your resume all padded up with so many different stuff and look well-rounded it's easy to think that you should just apply for it all and be in it all, but for me, I've really had to kind of back off from that and say, I can't do it anymore. I, I can't keep overcommitting myself and putting myself into all of these activities. Even if I want to be in them, there's going to come a point where it's just not enjoyable for me anymore because... I don't have as much time to devote to it as I'd like, and it's not fair for me, it's not fair for anyone else involved, so I've had to say no. <laughs> so that's another big part of this, is learning when to say no, when to say yes, and honestly I could go into that on a whole another podcast episode. If you guys would be interested, let me know and I'll talk about my experience with that because that's still a different issue I'm trying to overcome myself. But, you know, I I don't know if my whole situation's even making sense. I hope it's kind of relatable because I feel like we're all kind of in this place, at least as college students and young adults, where we really do have to start prioritizing. And I know it's something that goes on for our whole lives, I'm pretty sure, that's what I hear. 
but young adulthood, I think, is kind of the first big time when we have to learn how to do this. And so it's hard. It's a constant learning process. But I think every day now, I'm just trying to be very intentional and think through everything I'm doing rather than just going through my day and letting it happen and not really sitting down to actually think about what's going on. It's so easy to just go through it and let it be a blur. But if I sit down, or okay, I guess I could be standing. I don't know why I keep saying sitting down, but you know what I mean. If I just stop and think for a second, is what I'm doing right now aligned with my priorities? Is it something I want to be doing? Is it something that's going to benefit me either right now or in the future? And if the answer is no, then, well, (laughs) that's an issue. And I kind of deal with it there and think about if that keeps happening with a certain activity or a certain thing that I'm doing every day, then I know I need to make a change. And kind of maybe not spend as much of my time doing that certain thing. This can apply to activities, it can apply to people, it can apply to anything, really. I'm just using my activities at school as an example because that's been my biggest issue at the moment. (laughs) At the end of the day, I'm just really learning that I have to just trust myself and do what matters most to me. And it can be very challenging, especially with that peer pressure, like I was saying, where, you know, I think as young adults, we all kind of sometimes feel like we have to be doing a lot and we have to be busy. We have to always have stuff going on, whether it be to have that label or to have that on our resume, whatever it is. It's hard sometimes to get around that, but I've had to really start thinking about me as an individual and what I personally need and not what others are expecting of me. And at the end of the day, I know that if I stick to who I am and to what I want to do, it's going to work out and I will end up in the place I want to be. I'll live the life I want to live. I'll do the things I want to do because I'll be doing them for me, not for anyone else. I'll be a genuine girl. (laughs) I always have to fit that in, you know, a genuine girl, have to say it at some point in the podcast. You know what I mean, though. And that's really the advice I would give all of you, is to do you. Be genuine. (laughs) I mean, I guess everything I've talked about kind of comes back to that whole idea of being genuine and doing those things that you want to do and living your life how you want to live it because it'll work out if you do you. (laughs) The things that I've ended up dropping, the activities that I've stopped, the people that I've even stopped talking to. I mean, okay, wait, that sounds kind of bad. (laughs) I don't want anyone to think that this is directed at them because I honestly have not even really been thinking about people in this episode, but in general, just the things that I've chosen to take out of my life a little bit, I've ultimately been so thankful that I've done that because it's really helped me focus on those things that are the most important to me and the things that are making me feel engaged, involved, fulfilled, 
and not that negative, ugh, overwhelming, exhausting feeling of being busy. So in conclusion, when you're going through your life trying to figure out your priorities and what you want to do, don't think of it as trying to be less busy. Think of it as trying to be more engaged. Or at least that's what's helped me. (laughs) Thank you guys for listening. I hope you got something out of this episode and I will talk to you next Sunday. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of A Genuine Girl Podcast. If you liked it, I would really appreciate a rating and a review in the iTunes store or wherever else you happen to be listening to the podcast. Also, if you'd like to stay updated with new episode information and, of course, your occasional inspirational quotes, be sure to follow me on Instagram and Facebook at One Genuine Girl. All letters, no numbers. Alright, thanks again everyone, and until next time, stay genuine, girl.